0: Welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hello, this is Monica from Run, Eat, Repeat, and today I'm doing something a little different. I'm trying to record the podcast and a video at the same time. So if I sound a little different, it's because... I have this microphone in front of me, and normally it's actually a little bit higher, but for video purposes, I'm trying to adjust it. We're going to roll with this because I've been getting requests for more videos. Not everyone listens to podcasts. Um, And let's see. Sometimes, I don't know, we want to switch it up, right? If it's a disaster, tell me, and we will figure it out. I just don't want to... um, I feel like I'm sometimes repeating myself with information because I don't know if you are looking at Instagram and Facebook or just the blog or all of the above. So we're going to roll with it. Okay. And you let me know what you think in the comments. Boom. The squeaky wheel gets the oil also, you guys. So if there is something that you have a question about or something that you super love or super don't love, you have to let me know. You have to leave a comment or message me. Otherwise, the people that are commenting are the ones that I'm trying to accommodate and work with. But I have three really big changes that I am making to my running this year. It's kind of funny because they're it's like I'm getting back to basics, but these are really big things. And I am hoping that they are going to have a huge impact on my running. Um, So the first one is kind of surprising because I always talk about how I am a morning person. I am a thousand percent a morning person. I wake up, my ex used to joke that I would wake up and just like ding, like my eyes would open and I would be wide awake from the first second that I was awake. And yes, that is how I am. It is not hard for me to get out of bed. So I am still a morning runner, but the first thing that I'm going to change this year about my running is I'm going to work out first thing in the morning. And the key word here is first thing, because what I have been doing lately, and like I said, I wake up early and I am just like ready to go. I make coffee, I eat something, and then I'll check social media. And if I have some time, especially in the winter when the days are shorter, right? So I'm waiting for the sun to come up until it's safe for me to run just because for you know, visual purposes, I just would rather it be light out. I'm waiting for the sun to come up and I check social media for a while and then I log on to my computer and I start checking email and then I remember that I wanted to make a couple notes about something and I reply to comments and then I'm answering questions from Facebook and hours go by. And I realized that it's later, it's not, and this is all relative, mind you. I've, let's say, woken up at 5 a.m., right? So I have two hours before the sun rises. I just asked Google, like, what what time did the sun rise tomorrow? And she said, like, 6.54. So it's seven o'clock. I have two hours to kind of kill. But what happens is, as soon as the sun comes up, I don't, like, get out the door and start running. I am still in a project. I have started and finished entire blog posts before I've even went out to run. And I've noticed this even more in the winter because I'm avoiding going out because if I wait longer, it's going to get warmer. So I'm like, I don't want to brave that cold weather. I'm being sarcastic a tiny bit. I don't want to be cold. Cold is my least favorite thing, but I'm in Southern California. It's not really cold here. Come on suck it up buttercup. That's what I have to tell myself. And it does me a disservice for a lot of reasons. One is that it it kind of throws my entire day off, even though I am getting work done. By the time I come back, it's later. I end up eating lunch later. And that creates a domino effect, which I'm going to talk about later in terms of how I'm changing up fueling. That's one of the things I'm changing too. But it kind of throws off my entire day in terms of my schedule. I've had to, because I do a lot of conference calls. I do interviews for the blog and the podcast. And that messes me up where I've had to cut workouts and runs short because I'm going to be late for an interview that's at 10 a.m. And the sun, this is a thing that even though I'm waiting for the heat, uh, for it to heat up a little bit, the weather to be a little more pleasant, I am exposing myself to more sun versus if I just went out a little bit earlier. And that's a big concern for me because just being naturally light, I don't want to have a ton of overexposure to the sun. And this is a big thing for me. I don't know if you guys realize, but even in the summer now, I'm wearing long sleeves because my arms and shoulders are just get a ton of freckles when I'm out in the sun too much. And it's just gotten to be progressively worse, this habit of me waiting later and later to run. And so I don't want to not run outside. But I want to minimize being out in the hottest part of the day or when you potentially can have the most you know, danger to sun damage. And I think it's between like 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. and I can double check on that. But just kind of minimizing that would be helpful. It's harder to run as it gets later. There's just a lot of things. I think I get more stressed out too because I know I have a big to do list. So I'm like, I gotta run. I gotta cross this off the list because I have all these other things to do. And it is hurting my running. It's potentially hurting me physically in terms of sun exposure. It doesn't make for the best workout because I am not like just up, coffee, fuel, hydrate, go, go, go. Like I just think it kind of takes away from my workout potentially. And like I've said, I've had to cut it short too. So the big change is I'm gonna run first thing, or I guess work out first thing. So if I have time to kill before I can go outside, if I'm doing a strength workout, I normally do those after I run. I'm going to start doing those before. And if it takes away from one or the other, I'm willing to make that sacrifice because of, I think, the big picture, it's better. And if I have any extra time outside of that, I will do anything else around the house that's not going to suck me into an entire project. I'm going to check and see what time is the sunrise and make sure that I'm out within about 20 minutes of that That is number one change for my running this year. The second one is to keep a running log. And I mentioned this before, but for the first 90 days of the year, I wanna keep a running log. That is what I started running repeat for is to be my training diary. I started this blog, which turned into now this podcast and this video to document training for my first marathon. It has grown into this beast of you know awesomeness that I am super, super proud of, but I have gotten away from that for a couple of reasons. I kind of sometimes hesitate to share just like a random run or so so meal uh, because I just think there's so many people now looking at it. I thought no one was gonna look, so who cares if I just talk about a workout or a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Now, I am a little hesitant to do that, but That's originally what it was about, and it was supposed to be to help my running, and that's going to help my running. So I'm going to start updating daily on Running Repeat, or I guess weekly. I'm keeping track of everything. I have a running log, and if you check out runningrepeat.com in the show notes, there is, and I'm holding it, if you can hear the paper rustling. Mm -hmm. um, I have a running log for the week, and you can, if you wanted to do this too, write in your workout each day. You can rate it with, and I've mentioned this, I like, I'm like very simple. I'm not fancy. And since I'm not type A, I'm not like super anal about how, how did this measure up and what are the numbers and all of this, but was it good, neutral, or bad? You can rate your run based on that and then put any notes. Why was it any of those things? And you can factor in the weather, um, nutrition, what you were eating before, what you ate that morning, what you ate the night before, the route that you took, how much you were wearing. Sometimes too, if you live in a place that has a very you know moody climate, if you actually have to deal with the real weather, um, if you know what temperature it was or what the weather was and what you were wearing, did that work or not? Because sometimes you have to figure that out. Especially if you are new to training for longer distances, And you kind of know what you normally would wear for a shorter distance in the snow, but you went out for a 10 miler and that's not going to work because your body ended up heating up or the clothes got really heavy. Sometimes when you wear waterproof gear, it really insulates where it makes you too warm. So you can always use the notes to just anything like that, put it in there. Or if there's like the best song of your life that came on and you're like, boom, I can run a six minute mile when the song comes on, note it, note it afterwards. So that will help me ideally become a better, stronger, faster, happier runner is keeping that running log and kind of keeping myself accountable and seeing what is working and what isn't. So yeah, and that is number two, running log. So number one was the workout first thing in the morning, Number two, keep a running log. Number three, drum roll, please. It's not even that big of a deal. Talking it up. Um, Meal plan and plan my workouts for the week. Every Sunday at the start of a new week, I'm going to start meal planning. And if time allows that day, because sometimes for me, Sunday is family day where I go visit my family. But once a week, I am definitely going to meal plan and prep and plan my workouts. And the reason why this is a really big deal, and this has been hurting my running as well, is that now that I am single and doing my own thing, I am not really as responsible with like planning out meals. I used to do that a lot before because I feel like, I don't know, I was just making a better effort to cook dinner and to have breakfast things ready. And now I have a ton of food. Don't get me wrong. I like to go to the grocery store and I hang out there a little too much. I'm sure the people at the grocery store think like, why doesn't she just get a job here? She likes to hang out here so much. Anyways, I one time interviewed for a job at Trader Joe's. Fun fact, we can talk about that another day, but I didn't get it because I said that I was unavailable on Saturdays, specifically Saturday mornings, because I needed to do my long run, and that was like a bigger priority than working at Trader Joe's. That is where I am in life. Okay, meal planning is gonna help because when sometimes I get hungry, if I'm just eating alone, I don't need to make dinner, I will just snack through dinner so I won't have a legit dinner, which isn't super balanced. And it's fine. Sometimes it happens. It's not the end of the world. You got to listen to your body. So if you were super snacky and you're not hungry for dinner, that is okay. I am still a huge fan of intuitive eating. That said, when I am just... There's a difference between intuitive eating and just being lazy or irresponsible, or it depends on the day what I really think I'm I'm pulling, the crap that I'm pulling with myself. But sometimes I am just like lazy. Sometimes it's just an afterthought. Stuff happens. It's fine. And it's not that big of a deal. But I am training for the LA Marathon, which I signed up for on New Year's Day, actually. Happy New Year, I, which I haven't really talked about yet. And I'm excited. I like LA. I've run it before. I'm running the LA Marathon. It is March something or other. It's coming up though. And when you are asking athletic things of your body, like training for a half marathon, training for a marathon, doing CrossFit, doing any physical activity that is taxing on you. And it could sometimes be your job. If your job is super physical, if you were on your feet, you know, as a waitress, as if you're like a mail carrier, if you need to be up and active and show up as a teacher, my mom's a teacher, and I know she has to be on her feet all day and enthusiastic and A-game, you need to make sure you are fueling yourself appropriately. And this, I have realized, have has hurt my running because there are times when, too, I just think, like, oh, I'm snacky. I, you know, like, I'm not hungry for dinner. And then I'll get hungry at, like, 10 a.m. or 10 p.m. I get hungry at 10 a.m., too. But... I get hungry 10 p.m. and I am like, no, I don't think I want a snack. I think I want like legit dinner right now. And I will like make something that late, which goes into that cycle again of it makes me go to sleep late. I still wake up early, no matter what. It doesn't matter what time I go to sleep. It's really weird. When I went out of town with my friends to like Vegas or we go somewhere else and we like stay up super late, I wake up and I'm like, hey, let's go. And they're like, we just went to sleep. I know it doesn't matter how late I go to sleep, but it definitely affects me then being able, I wake up the next day and I'm not hungry to eat something before my run, but I might feel gross. Like it just, it has this like domino effect on proper fueling for the rest of my day. And so doing the meal planning is going to be super helpful for me to make sure that I am still eating healthy and balanced, I would say and that I spend less on food, which is going to be helpful as well, because sometimes I'll just go like, "Uh, I don't know what I want. And I'll, I'll buy something and not realize that I had other ingredients for something else I didn't cook, things like that. I think meal planning helps. You don't have to be, I think sometimes when we're looking on Instagram or online, meal prep sounds like it's something that people do that are trying to do like a Fitness competition—that uh, isn't necessarily the case. It's just setting you up so that you have your food ready for the week. There are also two because I don't have um, a set lunch time. I'm just, you know, working from home. That I don't want to deal with like going to make something if I don't have something prepped. I would have to cook something to be able to eat, and even if it's not something that would take a long time, I need to like cook eggs to make a, some a burrito or whatever, I still don't want to deal with that. So sometimes I will put it off until I'm starving and that does me a disservice as well. So I think planning in general, I actually made a meal planning log and you can go in the show notes and you can download either one of these for free, a meal planner. And I think I mentioned this, that around Christmas time, I did some meal planning prep and planning for a couple of the people in my life that I know have been trying to get healthier. And I'm like, I like it. I actually enjoy this. I know some people kind of dread it. I like going to the grocery store. I like meal prep and meal planning. And I'm going to start doing it for my mom and my dad and my little brother too. So I think it's getting me more in the mode. I'm excited about it. And I think all of these things, working out first thing, not putting off my run. Not that I'm, even consciously putting it off. I am just, I realized that I'm like, oh crap, it's 930. Like, well, where's the morning went? And you know, sometimes this happens when you are just like super involved in a project or just on a roll with something. And again, none of these things in and of themselves are these horrible, horrible things, but they are altogether bad habits that are hurting my running. And running is important to me. And like I said, I'm running LA. It's in March, so it's coming up fast. And I think it's March 18th and I'm excited about it. And I have a lot of other races that I want to do. And I want to make sure that at the very least, because I am not super crazy, like I have this Very, very hard training plan. I have a training plan I'm using and I can share that too, but I'm not, I don't know, super crazy about a lot of aspects of my running because I've run so many marathons and half marathons. For the most part, I think I coast sometimes in training and these things though, all together, the fact that I'm doing all of these things, putting off a run, not really, keeping track of my runs. So maybe I'm not getting enough rest. Maybe I'm getting too much rest. Maybe I'm it in. Maybe I need to do something else. Like, And the meal planning and nutrition part of it, all of these things work together to either help me become a better runner or hurt me. And so these are the big three changes I'm making right now. If you have any questions about it or questions about anything else, you can leave a comment in the show notes or email me at runerepeat.com. I also have a podcast voicemail. So if you call the line, you can just leave a message with your name, if you want your city and whatever question you have. And I will try to answer it in an upcoming episode, but thank you so much for checking out the running repeat video slash podcast slash social media slash blog, which is like the OG part of it. And I will talk to you soon. Have a great run. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.